This is Friday, May 21st, and today we go straight to our scripture. These words of encouragement come from the Lord through the prophet Jeremiah. Chapter 29, verse 11 to 14. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. Now the brothers Chip and Dan Heath wrote a wonderful book on change entitled Switch, How to Change When Change is Hard. Now they gather research from psychology and also from business to pass on wisdom about how to bring the most difficult changes And this week, as we're learning about fitness and health, this is a primary challenge. How do we alter patterns we have long followed, rhythms of behavior that have become instinctual for us? We think that we can change things whenever we like. We can will ourselves into a new life pattern. But give it a try, and you'll see how difficult it actually is. The Heath brothers use an illustration to talk about the difficulty. They say the emotional side of our lives is like an elephant. It easily goes wherever it it wants to go. And yes, it's true that the rider on the elephant holds the reins, but he's so small in comparison to the huge elephant. That means that any time that the elephant and the rider disagree, well, the elephant is bound to win. He has power on his side. All of us know about situations where our elephant, our emotional life, overpowers our rider, our intellectual life. This happens when we eat food we know is not good for us, or when we skip going to the gym to work out. Here are the Heath brothers. The weakness of the elephant, our emotional and instinctual life, is clear. It's lazy and skittish, often looking for the quick payoff, the ice cream cone over the long-term payoff being thin. When change efforts fail, it's usually the elephant's fault, since the kinds of change we want typically involve short-term sacrifices for long-term payoffs. We cut back on expenses today to yield a better balance sheet next year. We avoid ice cream today for a better body next year. Changes often fail because the rider simply can't keep the elephant on the road long enough to reach the destination. Now they say that as much as the elephant is the source of problems, we need the elephant to help us get where we want to go. We need the energy and drive that the elephant brings to our lives to get things done. So what are we going to do? The elephant easily gets spooked at any moment and can run off just like that. Now, usually we like to analyze things. We may even argue with the elephant to try to keep him under control and to explain why he needs to go the way we want. But that usually doesn't work out the way we we desire. Self-control pretty easily runs out. He goes where he wants. He does what he wants to do. So what can we do? Well, here's what. If we cannot control the elephant, 
we can make a path for the elephant, elephant to run on. In other words, what if we align our lives to help the elephant run in the direction we want to go? You say, well, how can we do this? Well, first we know there's an elephant in the room. You can't reason with him. It's about feelings and desires. And many of your actions, well, they've become almost automatic. So to speak to your elephant, you need to remember this. Discover and address the feelings that are involved. And second, you can shape the path. The elephant may run off. So what happens if you've shaped the path in front of him and you've shaped it to move in the right direction? You help the elephant do the right thing. How can you do this? Well, it takes planning. For example, you've learned that when you go into a movie, you buy popcorn and you eat the entire container full. You get started and the elephant just takes off. How can you change that? Well, you can buy a small bucket, not the large one. And the elephant gets started because of that delicious butter topping and the saltiness of the treat. And the elephant is going to get you to eat the whole thing. But now, it's smaller than you usually buy. You get the idea. Now, of course, it takes planning to prepare for the elephant stampedes. But planning a path for him helps a lot. Now, the passage I chose, we've not even mentioned, but it talks about the good plans the Lord has for his people. Why does the Lord tell them this? Why not just let the plans unfold? Why do they need to know? Well, he wants them to be part of the plans. He is inviting them to share in what he is doing. And that's the way it works in our health and fitness. We have our standing before God in Christ and we are loved by him and he wants good things for us. This is his plan. But he also wants us to be involved in the plan with him. Yet the Heathen brothers miss the most important piece. God is greater than the elephant. And we know that he's working in us and he's walking alongside us. He is always with us. And that adds an extra dimension. We get to do this with him, looking to him by faith, trusting in him for the results, and resting in him in all things. So today, what plans can you make to set out the path for your elephant? Remember, there's an elephant in the room. But also remember, God is in the picture with you. Let's pray. Holy Father, our emotions can easily run our lives we know they can hurt us, they can control us, or we can learn to use them for good. Teach us your ways and give us your Holy Spirit that we might learn healthy discipline and self-control. Thank you for your love that is constant in season and out of season. For in your name we pray, amen.